Rocket Pro Insight gives real estate agents full visibility into the loan status of each of their clients, making it easier than ever to help their clients strengthen their offers with a verified approval. Plus, agents can adjust a client's approval letter amount in real time. Sign up today at rocketpro.com slash real estate and get the freedom to check a client's progress from anywhere at any time. Call for terms and details. Equal housing lender. Licensed in 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Verified approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Sis. Oh my God, sis. <laughs> I'm with my sister today. I'm with my sister. We're trading roles. <laughs> yes. She is going to be interviewing me. You guys are going to be learning more about Ooh, me. Wait. Unfiltered, the truth. Why, girl, we got this even was created. Yes. Learning more about my entrepreneurial life and more about me in general. Love Just life. life. Year. And my sister. You get to meet mm-hmm. Diana, Dottie by Francis. You get to meet her in real life. Ah! Alive. Okay. I cannot okay. wait Enough for you guys touching. to hear this podcast. Sisterhood forever. Girl, we got this. You got this. Life is honestly better with the sister. Ew. Mom, <laughs> dad, please. Ew. Okay, let's do this. Do you want to start? No, you start. All right, well, things are going to be a little different today. It's me, DFR. <laughs> you know, the one, the only, Diana. Guys, this is my little <laughs> sister, okay? Welcome to the family. Meet my sister, Diana Francis Roll on Instagram. Her name is Dottie by Francis, but low-key people always think it's called Do It by Francis. Which Why? is so interesting because it's spelled D-O-T-I. And it's not a font that's like confusing to like understand or read. But listen, I love you all. I appreciate the love. But like, Dottie. My girlfriend was like, oh my God, I was super excited to meet Do It by Francis. Lord like, have mercy. I pre- Dottie. Again, like I said, I appreciate the love, but homies, Dottie. And Dottie stands for don't overthink it. Yeah. Which applies don't. to everything in life. But can we low-key have a moment here? Because Deanna overthinks everything. <laughs> Which is why exactly, which is exactly why I built the platform because it's like, don't overthink it. You hold yourself accountable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't overthink in every kind of capacity of life. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Just do it. I wish your hair actually just fully came out so everybody could see oh, how beautiful nah. hair. Deanna has the most beautiful hair. And because she's a yoga instructor, she has to wear it up all the time. I don't her have hair to wear to it her up, ass. but she's so much easier. Don't listen to her. Her hair is so fucking beautiful. Yes, it's like Rapunzel curls. But this is how she wears it all the time. It almost fell out. You almost got a almost quick, not special quite, look. baby. Okay, let's get into it. All right, let's Thanks for having me, by the way. I really appreciate it. Well, actually... <laughs> I'm kind of excited. Beautiful people, to get Deanna on a camera, it's like pulling your own fucking teeth. It's probably one of the hardest things you would ever have to do in your lifetime. So thank you for actually coming on to the podcast so all of our beautiful tribe you know, and can you, meet the sister. And you didn't even like um, bribe me in any kind of capacity. No, I didn't. Like, this is actually no the incentive. first time you didn't say no to me or lie to me. Because <laughs> usually you always lie to me. I don't Come know closer if it's to a them, lie. I don't know if it's a lie or just um, uh, respectful disagreements. No. I asked Deanna to do things and she'd be like, I'll think about it. That means no. Okay? Does anybody else have a little sister no. that does that? Well, because, like well, because she- I got to think about it because if it's not good for like my spirit and my soul and the energy is not there and it's not connected, why would, would I, I put myself in a situation? Would something that's bad for your soul? Uh, questionable. <laughs> we don't got to get into that right now. But, whatever, whatever. But. Deanna's a homebody. She loves to be home. She loves to do her thing. And she's her own individual. So I let her be. But for her to be here today, it's a blessing for all of us. 
Oh, yeah. We thank you. Y'all, y'all, y'all. It's too tight. These jeans are. Lord have mercy. Brace yourself, people. Brace. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm can see it now. Oh, let's be honest. Sometimes, like, jeans dig into my stomach. I can't. Anyways, the reason why I'm here is to interview this lovely woman so you all can learn a little bit more about the entrepreneur in you. The, the woman in you and you know the trials errors the triumphs the the highs the lows and everything um thus far that you've experienced so let's start with girl we got this hell yeah how did that come to be like what like what was your thought process like hmm. podcast or like was it platform first well to be honest girl we got this started with you and me so my sister and i Back in the day, day, like four or five years ago, we started up yeah, way back blog. In the day. Yeah, it was called Blue Hazel. B-L-U-H-A-Z. B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. <laughs> no. So I have blue eyes. She has hazel eyes. We wanted to share our sisterhood in our eyes to create a tribe because we're from a family of five, right? Yeah. So like we want to share our passions and our sisterhood because we've met so many people that didn't have a sister or families yeah. or wasn't a part of something. We were like, that's crazy because we've never experienced that. Yeah, we didn't know what it was like to not have somebody, whether it was like a brother or a sister. Totally. Because there was five of us was, together. And we lived in a small house, literally three bedroom house with seven people. Yeah. So we were, we're all super tight. So girl, we got this stemmed from Blue Hazel because everybody needs a sister, dude. Life is just better with a sister. Without Deanna, mm -hmm. I would still be eating Chick-fil-A every day to be 100. I mean, but you still do, so. <laughs> I mean, no, not in LA because it's not close to me. <laughs> anyway, um, girl, we got this started with Blue Hazel. And then later on in my life, I was in a relationship, a long relationship. Um, and when I broke up in that relationship, it was really hard for me to transition back into being single. I was in like in a five-year relationship and it was very crazy you know there's a lot of highs a lot of lows and i remember when we broke up i was so depressed and sad and i was crying and i would just tell myself every day like you got this like yeah, you, you got, got this like i gotta get the fuck up like yeah. i have to bounce back so i love that when i moved to la i got in my car moved to la um i met some incredible people here uh Lindsay and mind Krista. you pause can we just say she actually road tripped yeah, I did. She I road tripped and didn't even share her location with me. Like <laughs> as a sister, I was completely paranoid and like, where Bro. is she? I can't even see. Are you alive? Are you okay? Did you not answer me today? Oh my God, who is this? Where is she? Who? <laughs> huh? Low key and a road trip with a friend I met like two weeks before. Yes. Like, uh, and like as me. a sister, I was just like, first of all, we don't even know this guy. I don't have his number. I don't know how to but track him. I don't know his social security number. Anyway, it was the best damn trip of my life. Atlanta to LA, New Mexico is low-key one of my favorite places. White sand dunes, please. Yeah, that was really pretty. Those it was dope. Really pretty. So when I got to LA, I was like, what am I? I'm starting over as a 30-year-old woman. I want to connect with women and create a tribe and a sisterhood here. Wait, did you turn 30 while here in LA? No, I was 30 when I moved here. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I got in my car three months after I turned 30. Very interesting. And I road tripped out here. And the girl, we got this. I was like, we got this. Yeah. Like, we have to do this. Mm -hmm. And after meeting Krista and Lindsay from the Almost 30 podcast, you know, and seeing how great of a community they built, I was yeah. like, I can do this. Like, we all need a yeah, tribe. For sure. You know, so girl, we got this. this. is a space for all women to feel like they're a part of mm -hmm. something so we don't feel alone. You know, I want to yeah. share the truths of real people, real people feel that connection. aren't. Yeah. People that aren't scared to tell the truth, the lows, the breakups, the depressions, the anxiety, failures, the happy the moments, loss. the sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's enough Everything. filters in our life. 
there's enough filters on Instagram. Like this shit is not filtered. Yeah. Like I want it to be real. I want it to be like me and you, we're not filtered. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's crazy. Sometimes it's raw. Sometimes I want to fucking throw you off this window. <laughs> but like to be 100, like I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. Because that's real. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have real relationships in your life, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So girl, we got this. Is that relationship, that real relationship in your life for another woman, for your sister, for your auntie, for your mom, you know, so we yeah. could all come here, connect, collaborate yeah. and just seek help in each other and relate. And feel like you're part of something bigger. Yes. Even if you're a small town or a big city like LA, maybe Chicago, Atlanta. I think girl, we got this is so relatable on so many levels. It's not just like I have to be in a big city and I have to be striving to be an entrepreneur, to do this, yeah. to do that. You know what I mean? Or have a million and four things going on. Like I can still be in a small town like Garden, Massachusetts, you know, and be inspired whoa, whoa. and feel motivated by these women's stories that I can achieve anything I want, no yeah. matter how big the feat might be or maybe how small. Totally. Totally. We're not alone. Yeah. You're never No matter alone, where ever. you are, who you are, no matter how much money you make, no matter mm-hmm. what kind of shoes you wear, no matter if you have a car, no matter if you don't, like, it doesn't matter. We all go through shit. We're human yeah. beings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and like, and the craziest thing is I was like, yes, we all go through stuff, but it's like, I feel like there's one person in this world, you're going through something and somebody else has gone through that exact same thing, yes. maybe in a smaller capacity or bigger capacity, but they've been through it before. Yes. So whether or not they're sharing the story here on Girl, We Got This, or maybe it's over social media, like you connect in some capacity totally with do. somebody in one way or another. So it's like, okay, if they can get through this, like, how do I get myself through this? Right. Because it's like I told you the other day, like, I don't think the universe throws anything our way that we can't handle 100 everything that we face we experience we go through is because of the choices we've made Mm -hmm. but it's also because we're more than capable and more than able we have the strength the power and the will to literally go through whatever obstacle that is in front of us at the end of the day it's regardless yeah absolutely and you know a lot of us sometimes when we go through those low, low times, we feel guilt and we feel shame and yeah. we're scared. And you can't so we see don't the light. share you can't our see stories the light sometimes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. Don't feel ashamed. Like, and this is why we have this platform to share our stories. So we're yeah. not feeling alone. We're not ashamed. We're not embarrassed. Yeah. It's We've life. all been through it. Like, you know what I life mean? Life is not a one size fits all. Yes. It's not a straight road. There's so many lefts. Re- reverse that baby right on back. We've all this, been heartbroken. We've all been in lot. stupid, toxic relationships. We've, we've all, all made silly decisions. Yeah, we've all lost really important people in our lives. Yeah. We've all fallen where we hit our face flat on the ground mm-hmm. and felt like we couldn't stand back up. But yeah. guess what? We're women, dude. We're always going to get back up. And we back up, baby. Yo, Diane von Furstenberg, my idol in life. She says she's never my met a woman. in life? She You're never... a liar. I am your idol in oh life. Oh my God. Can I finish my sentence? <laughs> okay. Diane, <laughs> Diane <laughs> von Furstenberg. She's an incredible designer. I love her. She said, I never met a woman that wasn't strong. Mm. And it's mm-hmm. so real. Mm-hmm. I've never met a woman that wasn't strong. We are that it. Part. We are the gender. We are everything. We are. Listen, I have nothing against males, but like, we're it. We're, like, we've been it. I mean, we love we, you too, man. We it. Think we about love it. Every, we love everyone. We like, love every gender. We love from every birth type. to being conceived. Like, yes. We, we, we it. it. We've been it. And now yeah. it's time to be it and do this together. <laughs> because another thing with women is, we're better together. And unfortunately, Always. a lot of us don't get that. A lot of us are still competitive with each other. And I think that's rooted us. That's rooted in us when we were young. I think confusion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's confusion where um, comparison 
comparison happens a lot, especially when we're younger, whether yes. you're playing a sport, like we played sports growing yeah, up, you know what I mean? The sport athletes. every single season, every summer we're on the road, AU, fast pitch, no matter what it was, we were playing a sport, either way you looked at it. And so it's like, I feel just with society, um, yeah. even still to this day, like paints a picture to compare yourself to totally. people, totally. Um, whether it's on your phone or it's literally the person sitting next to you, you know what I mean? So I feel like going up, growing up, it was... I don't know this weird thing with like being a girl's girl. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you knew the girl's girls, but I feel like my schools like growing up, like the girl's girls were not the kind of girls that like I could have a conversation with because they were talking about things that I just weren't into. So I felt like I always was maybe like a a girl's guy. Like I had a lot of guy friends. Can I ask you a question? Were you that girl that was like, I only hang out with the guys? I mean, I guess that's I was what I that just girl too. said. I just said I was more <laughs> yeah. of a guy's girl. But it's like, and, and it wasn't even because like I didn't get along with the females. Because no. like you said, we played sports. Yeah. Like sports, you, you, you're a team. You have those relationships. You have that bond and that trust within your your teammates. But I mean, I had a few good girlfriends. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they were super, like I was a tomboy. We were tomboys. Yeah, we were tomboys. You know what I mean? And we just didn't care that about like the, the drama, the gossip, the, oh my God, what's she wearing today? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh my God, did you see her makeup? Like, I don't think I've ever thought about about those types of things to like have a conversation of yeah. you know what I mean so no like, I totally I, agree I in my in my perspective that's why I couldn't necessarily relate to some girls growing up even still but today I think you that's know so sad because you know I met a lot of women that feel that same exact way a, yeah. lot, a lot of women on the podcast discuss that and it's so sad and it makes me it makes me like think back of my childhood and if I have any childhood friends from when I was like 10 that like you still talk to today and i do but very few yeah but at the end of the day there are some women that do have that sisterhood and i think it's so it's beautiful listen i i swear more than anything i see like these older women who have like a tribe like i just saw um sarah blakely blakely spanks owner um she's been taking her group of girlfriends on like vacations from like childhood from like three years old she said and like that was the most fascinating thing to have those kind of relationships cultivated from such a young age um and that's like i aspire to sincerely like oh yeah do that when i'm like 50 i'll have like a whole crew of like moms girlfriends when you got a billion dollars like sarah girl big dollars literally incredible it's true yeah you know and at the end of the day when we do it together we just soar and we rise so higher together. Yeah, so much more powerful. I've seen men do that every day. Mm-hmm. I see men work together like it's, they it's put nothing. on their drawers. Like it's so easy for men to like, <laughs> men only have to put on their drawers and jeans and t-shirt and they're yeah. good to go. That's mm-hmm. how quick they work with other men in business. Yeah, They're not, when it comes to business and work and life, men just work differently I mean, we are I'm more sure emotional kind of yeah that's it i think that's that yeah part. i think you know we're more emotional so like when it comes to business mm-hmm. men know they all work together yeah that's why low-key they are very powerful but it's our time and it's our time is now women we are better together in real life and it's not just a trend yeah this feminist movement this power sisterhood needs to be in real life mm-hmm. with your real ones every damn day support your friends support your sisters support People support girl. We got this support your sister support women that are doing great things because we need more of us and let's collaborate more and network more and And help each other out. And I think within this day and age of like social media being so prominent in all of our hands, literally, I feel like that's it's such a beautiful thing utilized properly to the point where you're 
connecting with women, entrepreneurs, people that are within your same field, nutrition, podcast, love, whatever, you know what I mean? And you can connect with them so easily and kind of cultivate that relationship, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, from afar. And then who knows, maybe you freaking six months later out of the blue have a trip to their city and like, you know, that whole thing like meeting your Instagram friend in real life. Yeah, I love Instagram friends. I have so many Instagram girlfriends. It's my favorite. (laughs) And then you meet them in real life. It's like you've known them forever. It's my heart. Yes, but that's the beautiful thing I think about sisterhood. It's like it's not a again, like it's not a one size fits all. No, ever. And your sister is always going to be evolving. Yeah, you know, I know some women that like to keep their tribe small, which I honor. I respect Mm -hmm. that. But you know me, I talk to everyone. I love women. Have the gift of gab. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, thank. Shout out to Daddy. But I love women. Like I love women. I love hearing your stories. I want to talk to every human and every stranger on the street and know who they are, why they are, how they become. That's just me. Yeah. So that's how Girl We Got This was born. And here we are with Cast Media, which I'm super stoked to be a part of now. Shout out to Cast. Yes. And now you can see us visually in audio, guys. So yeah, check us out. Girl We Got This on every platform. Share it. Now, but love wait, it. But time, out, it. time out, time out, time out. Backtrack for like two minutes. So what? we just heard how the idea came to be. Yes. But like, how did you find cast like okay. you know what i mean like what was that journey to like because yeah. i know there's so many people out there who have an idea of wanting to start a podcast but maybe hey i don't have equipment right or i don't well i, don't know, I was know? lucky um i have two great friends shout out to sister again that really supports you Kristen Lindsay of almost 30 mm-hmm. podcasts it's an incredible podcast if you guys are into health and wellness the podcast is one you need to listen to they connect me with cast media so i started at podcast one when i first moved to la i came here and i pitched my idea pitch Pitch yourself. You are your superpower. You can pitch. So when you're saying pitch, did you just like cold email somebody or like yes. you reached out or somebody? Well, like, I networked because I knew the guy that networking. owned Podcast One. Yeah. And I, I pitched myself. I said, hey, I want to do this. And he was like, hey, let's do it. Yeah. Um, Things went a little different over there. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was better that I left the yeah. podcast and find a new platform. Um, When I left, I was like, I don't know where I want to go. Some people do the podcast out of their house. I run mm-hmm. a business. And I have a lot of things going on. So I can't do all of the editing and all that good stuff. So I wanted to work with a partner. Cast Media came up through Lindsay and Krista. So through another connection. Yeah, through another connection. And they're like, hey, you should bring it to this, Mm -hmm. you know, network. And I was like, fuck yeah. I contacted, they connected me with Colin. Um, He's incredible. And the team here at Cast is like fucking the best. Yeah. So it was literally pitching myself again, Mm -hmm. going through contracts and saying, this is my new home and now let's rock this shit. Yeah. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. And so I think the biggest thing is that cultivation of um, your network. Yes. You know what I mean? And how you say, never being afraid to like talk to somebody or pitch yourself. You know you have a good idea and you know that you yourself can bring it to life. You just need somebody to give you that opportunity in some 100%. kind of capacity one way or another. So, And if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is. True. So believe in yourself and pitch your ideas. Exactly. Don't be scared. I don't care how big they are or how small you are. Bro, you're so much bigger than what you think. 
And your idea is not like anybody else. Hashtag don't overthink it. Yeah, hashtag Dottie. <laughs> but <laughs> pitch yourself and you got this. Like, yeah. we got this. Believe in you. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I'm here right now with this ridiculous view of California. Yeah, this is insane, I will admit. It's sick. Um, But sidebar. So beyond you being, girl, we got this podcast yeah. host. I know you have your hand in like a million and four other things. Yeah, you know that. Um, but let's talk about you being an entrepreneur yes. in your business of Tress. Tress. So I actually have a podcast on this already on mm-hmm. my earlier podcast. So if you guys go. Okay, fine. So just briefly tell me. I'll briefly tell you. <laughs> so I did a whole podcast on Tress, how I designed Tress. So you guys see all this crazy curly hair. Deanna has different textures, so she kind of gets it, but doesn't get it. Do you get it? Uh, not really, because I can wear a regular baseball Okay, guy. see, but all of us can't. Yeah. Anywho, three years ago, I was getting ready to go on a date. Yeah, three years that ago. That motherfucker was rushing me. On a pop I tried to throw on a hat, <laughs> it didn't fit. <laughs> First of all, I do got a big head. I'm not going to front. We all That's have big also heads. because of our dad. But Or is it mom? No, mom has dad? a small head. Mom has small, okay. Sorry, dad. dad. Like I love you, dad. Head. Dad, I love but you. I dad, have a big I love head, you. but then I have all this hair and this texture. Bro, do you guys know like trying to fit a hat on this and like I yeah. get like dents you in my the head yeah, or the Velcro be getting caught up all up in your curls. That shit hurts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make one. I'm not a fucking designer. <laughs> I did not know what I was doing. I didn't know how to Wait, draw. I remember though when I was living with you in Atlanta, I yes. literally remember your Remember your my paper. sketches? You had a computer piece of paper with like sketches of uh, just like a black ink pen. Yeah. Like, lines this. This is your band. <laughs> uh, should I have more than one band? I don't know. What do you think? And it was just the funniest was my consultant. Thing. I just knew I had to make a hat for us. Because yeah. there's, I wasn't the only one with curly, big, full, awesome, Near. voluminous hair. And I hate straightening it. It takes a long time. And I love <laughs> and my I texture. Don't for that. I don't. And I don't want to brush it flat. I love my curls. But I want them to also the heat damages your hair, though, after yeah. a long time. Nobody wants that. heat. Why right. can't I have an accessory for my curls? Why mm-hmm. can't shit be made for us? Yes, so true. guess what? We made it. It took a long time. Um, I lost a lot of money. Again, guys, this is all, if you guys go in that earlier when episodes. When you say long time, though, like, Took me two Two years to develop a baseball hat Mm -hmm. because it's special. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a high crown. Well, I have them here. (laughs) Ooh! So this is our latest design. This is our latest design. Actually, it's a mesh workout hat for us when we go to the gym, and it's a higher crown design. It has satin lining, as you can see, and actually, in all the other hats, there's satin lining in every panel. Show it off, girl. But this is our workout hat because, girl, when I go to the gym, I'm not doing my hair. (laughs) I'm not. I'm trying to look cute, but I'll just grab this hat. So there's three elastics. Girl, you don't need a hair elastic on your band. Girl, Take that you shit got off your this. wrist. Take it off your wrist. And you literally just put it on like it's a hair elastic. Yeah. Honestly. Because I needed a hat that fits. Yeah. And, and that was so comfortable. I think the most unique thing about it beyond the satin it's lining. It's literally this easy to put yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beyond the satin lining, I think the most unique thing is the three bands, the elastic bands in yeah. the back that basically take place of your, your elastic. And it like sits it sits on like the back of my neck where yeah. our ponytails are supposed to be. Yeah. Because, you know, usually like when we're doing wearing a baseball hat, or we're putting them like super damn low. Yeah. Like and it's like sweating on the back of our neck. Shit's yeah, it's not, not cute not either. Cute, not comfortable. Oh my God, guys, and I, I like sometimes I see my sisters out there at the gym or like working out or walking with hats that don't fit. And you're like, sweetie, you need yourself and a I'm dress. Just like, Baby, I got you. <laughs> Tress. It's high crown, it's satin lining. And then when I take it off, I'm still cute because it's satin lining. So your curls are still protected. Yeah. I love that. So that's what my everyday is. We actually just did a dope ass collaboration with True Religion. Yeah. 
uh, we just launched this two weeks ago and it's literally been a dream. Yeah. Uh, True Religion is one of those brands, Deanna. I don't know if you remember growing up. Yes, I read your Instagram post. I was growing up and always wanted to pair those True Religion jeans with the <laughs> with the, with, the, with the stars on the booty. Yeah, what, what did you say? The, Do you know the, the True Religion? Bedazzled, the bedazzled. Yeah, well, I got the gemstone ones because I'm extra. <laughs> and I remember I was like 15. I got like the gemstone booty True Religion. Lower heaven. And I saved every penny to wear it. And then like come full circle, I pitched myself. Yeah. I literally pitched myself again. I got a connection mm-hmm. through my lawyer. Through your network, yeah. And my lawyer was like, hey, I'm going to set up a meeting with True Religion. Pitch your idea. I think it's great. Yeah. So I pitched it and they loved it. And, and when did you pitch it? it? Did you? Year. So, okay, cool. So the time said it was a year. Yeah. So we have two hats right now with True Religion. We have a suede and we have a leather. And then we have a white, a black and a red. And then we have this one in black too. Um, they're beautiful. They fit so yeah, damn these good. These are pretty. I wear this on the reg actually because- On true. the reg or on the reg? On the reg because I don't do my hair. Sometimes it's just tired. I like these. It takes a lot of work. And now the price point on these are- They're 55. Okay, 55. Yeah, they're 55. Super and they affordable. Last. And but they but that's the thing though hair. too. It's, it's like, worth it. it. It's an like, investment for the better ugh, because you literally- <laughs> I'm not- it's an investment piece so cute like the cutest of the cute like beyond cute right don't lie is my hair right so cute diana is my hair right though absolutely it's cute she's so annoying (laughs) i hate when she does this voice (laughs) yes this true religion launch has been a dream i remember i couldn't afford their clothes growing up and now i'm over here with my own brand collaborating with this yeah. huge legendary it's kind of crazy how life goes full circle. yeah and you know what's cool because the whole the whole thing about tress is that tress is the hat made for us because i want you to stay true to you mm-hmm. i don't want you to have to straighten your hair or damage your hair to wear a baseball yeah. hat like be you be you be natural and i get to be with true religion staying true you know what i mean they've been true since oh two true we've been true full life so <laughs> You know, trust. This is a lot, though. You know, I'm not even going to lie. Being an entrepreneur is a lot of work. Right now, I'm good because I'm with you and like it's us. But like most of the days I'm in my robe and I look like a scary person. Probably haven't brushed my teeth. That is a little disturbing. And I'm working Mom paid way too much money and dad to get us to the dentist twice a year. Girl, brush those dang teeth. I know, but sometimes I'm so busy. Oh, hell no. No, no, Check emails. I still do shipping. I the do first packaging. thing you should do, first of all, marketing, is marketing, Instagram, social. Wake up, rehydrate, brush your teeth. I know, but I don't. I don't. That's is a little concerning. That? I know. Well, that's the life of an entrepreneur. Sometimes I I'm get all it. Over the place. I get it. Absolutely. I but mean, come one of on. my goals this year is you to be more organized. Breath. <laughs> Nobody's over. Jason likes it. <laughs> Ew. That is nasty. If I told Jackson and the kids that... No, like, I brush um, my teeth, but Loki, some days I don't. I'm not even going to... Gross. Anywho, so life of an entrepreneur. My teeth entrepreneur. Are, who did he? Actually, hold on. Can we shout out somebody? Because my teeth are brushed with Himalayan toothpaste, which is the best toothpaste. Ooh. And that's why my teeth are so shout white. Shout out to Himalaya. Guys, Himalayan toothpaste is the best. Yes. It's organic and it's good for your you mouth. You find it at Whole Foods. And it keeps my teeth really white. We so I do the, brush my teeth, but some days are just crazier than others. Listen, and, and so, super side note on this toothpaste, um, I've tried many natural toothpastes before hold diana is like the organic nutrition guru continue oh thanks i'm so flattered you are um but yeah so wow, i've nice tried tea. multiple like, quote unquote all natural toothpastes before mm-hmm. and nothing has given me that crest 
like sudsy feel. feel that you know what I mean? Like yeah. when they bubble. I can nothing. feel it on my teeth. I literally tried a <laughs> I can feel it. I tried a a brand before and it literally felt like I needed to brush my teeth like seven more times. Like, you know, yeah. you can just feel your teeth like yeah. are weird. It, it was super, super weird. But we tried this maybe like a few months ago or last year. I think we don't last have year, it here, really. but it's Himalayan toothpaste. Yeah, we tried it last year and that shit is so damn good. Is amazing. So damn good. Worth it in every capacity. Yeah. Hell yeah. Switch over. So back to true religion. That's a lot of work being an Did entrepreneur. Yeah, I brushed my teeth today. I brushed my teeth as soon as I woke up. Bible promise. Well, who knows? You're an entrepreneur. You clearly just said every day isn't. <laughs> Entrepreneurs, are, it, it's a lot of work and it's a hustle and it's nonstop. It's your business. You have to keep yourself going on days yeah. where I want to cry, on days where I like want to be depressed, on days where I want to like just eat. But like now, but like how do you navigate through those feelings? So like do you give in to them for the moment? So I you go see a therapist. So you, Okay. I see Sally. Sally is my mm-hmm. savior. I see, I see a therapist. I make time for my feelings and my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, as an entrepreneur and as the boss of a company, I don't really have time to be sad or mad. Yeah, I got a business to run. Yeah, I have people to love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So sometimes I put my emotions aside, which isn't always a good thing. Yeah, but I, I make say, sure. If you compress for too much, yeah, though, don't you not think a good it thing. gets overwhelming? 100%. I have yeah. breakdowns. That's why I have. I see my therapist and Sally is the best thing. I, I do Reiki energy healing too. I mean, with or Alana. you could use the 27 journals that I've bought you that you don't use and just sit on your freaking side table. Diana, I do use the journals. You want me to write in every single one. You bought me like Absolutely. 10. There's two that I write in. She gives me no credit ever. This is little sister syndrome. Journaling is one of my therapies I do every night. So it's my release. It helps. <laughs> but some days there's no helping me. Because it's a lot. But okay. I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, I couldn't so, work for anybody else. But so as an entrepreneur, though, how do you decompress? Like, do you decompress and how, if so? That's a great question. I sleep. I think decompressing <laughs> sleep for me okay. and getting away. Like when I'm on the road, I like to travel. Yeah. Um, I'll escape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm still the only person really running my company. So I don't yeah. really have time to decompress. So you don't have help, interns, nobody, no, just no, you? No, just me. I'll get interns here and there. Um, but this year I will grow and yeah. I will have employees. So it'll be different mm-hmm. levels. This year we're going higher. Um, but yeah, I don't really have time to decompress right now. I travel when I can mm-hmm. to breathe, to get away. I go hiking, nature, um, or I sleep. Go out to eat with you guys, you and Jordan never comes, but Jason. <laughs> but you know, I get away with you guys. So you're telling like me, so you're telling me my yoga class doesn't decompress you? Your yoga class decompresses <laughs> me to another level of decompression. Wait, can I just tell you though? Like there was a woman today. What? Love her soul. Don't know her. I subbed today for somebody yeah. new. Um, I was literally walking by and she's like, it's not hot enough in here. <laughs> Mind you, it was at 110 degrees. Yeah, that's my decompression, guys. Hot eight yoga with this crazy yoga awesome. Yes, and I was like, honey. Really? I can... I was dying. I was sweating so bad. I was. I was. I forgot a towel, so I was like wiping my eyes like this. (laughs) Yo, but the worst part is when you get that sweat in your ears, and you're just like, "Wait, what? It's gross. I hate it." That's actually a great decompression because it starts my mornings off. However, if I don't hydrate properly, I'm like tired. Hydration is the biggest, most underrated thing in all the land. Sometimes I forget, but um, yeah, but you can't forget. Do do you? Your yoga class. Hold on. Hold that. Hold your phone. Stop yelling at me in public. Okay. Hold the phone. Okay. What? Did you know 
that our bodies are made up of about 60 to 65 percent water yeah i know you tell me this before you send okay, me okay so all how the time. do you not understand that I just like, forget sometimes. water is so crucial life. to our well-being i'm drinking it now oh okay is that your first eight ounce glass no, today actually my second <laughs> after you stole my water bottle <laughs> mid-class and so now i'm over here trying to teach at 110 degrees and my throat is getting scratched and i'm like I low-key took her <laughs> bottle of water today because I forgot mine. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Mind you, I taught back-to-back today. So I taught at 8 a.m. and 9.30 and home. Guys, to s- Ooh. If you want a good workout, my body only looks great because of Deanna. Deanna has the best body. She's I so healthy. genetics. Listen, chalk it up to yeah, genetics. Genetics too. is great, but like your body is a work of art. The older I become, if it wasn't for my sister, another shout out to girl, we got this. If it wasn't for my sister, I wouldn't be working out as much and keeping my body up. Like it's such a good workout, hot at yoga. So if you're in LA, she teaches at Beverly Hills. Come through Beverly Hills, 8 a.m. We have fun. Yoga playlist is fire. And you can decompress or die. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. I love it though. Like hot at is one of those things that get me, like this morning, I felt so much better. Yeah, you do. It's so it's hard at first to get there, but once you're there and done, you're good. And that's that hour that I don't yeah. worry about work. It's like showing business. up, showing up for yourself. I think is the the, the biggest thing. Yes, absolutely. Just showing up. And as I think, as an entrepreneur, you need to show up for yourself in so many ways. Yeah, through and through. Um, and it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy at all. I respect that. Yeah, but yeah, that's my life. Hats. We got this. Um, keeping the business afloat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, learning all the time. You're always learning new stuff, mm-hmm. always watching more podcasts, always reading. Um, and you know, keeping up with the curve, keeping up with you cool kids. I call Deanna the cool kid. She's a young, you cool one. Cool kids. Yeah. You know, trying I mean, to stay young, trying to stay fresh. That different in age wise. What years difference, right. guys, just so you know. Did you guys think we're twins? Because uh, everybody thinks we're twins. Nerf, and she gets so mad. Twins, honey. Everybody will be like, oh my God, are you guys twins? And Deanna will be like, and I'm like, yeah, we are. No, it's just because I don't personally see it. Like a lot of people think we resemble so each other so much. I don't get mad. You're beautiful. Yeah, it's flattering. It's flattering. I think because like I'm older. I'm 32. So, but like, you're also not that much young. older than me. No. But- <laughs> Maybe it might age me and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> but sorry for screaming. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But it is what that. it is. Yeah. But okay. So what else? What else you got going on? That's it right now. A true religion you know that launch was an incredible launch for me it was a really great moment for me um it's kind of like that full circle yeah working with a company that you used to save pennies to buy Mm -hmm. you know true religion shout out to true religion thank you so much now you're making money with them yeah and now we're making money we're breaking bread so it's dope um that's full circle and that's it really kind of just that focusing you know on new projects with trust Mm -hmm. um more collaborations um and connecting with more women and now I just, I mean, I feel like I know the answer maybe to this question. What? But like, I just want to ask because it's like, I feel like we were talking about this earlier that not what? a lot of people show like the the hard times, you know, like yeah. the failures, the downs, the peaks, like, yeah. like how you said, like everything we put out there in the world, like yeah. looks pretty, looks yeah. filtered, look 
perfect yeah. looks like this started great not. and it kept going and then it just kept better and better and yep. better and better and then we launched and it was great and it was over now making all this money you know what i mean like how well, like was there a moment in e- even just in trust itself you oh know my god I mean? jump i've like, cried so many times can I just talk about the new era situation? Yeah, that's that, that's what I want to ask. Like, shit. is there a moment or or there's is there so something, much to talk about? You know what I mean? Like of a low point. And these situations actually to happened to me up. twice. This is so wild. Yeah. So, I cried a lot. I'm a crier. Um, a I don't cry baby. in front of people, but I cry. Uh, two <laughs> years ago, actually, yeah, two years ago, um, again, I pitched myself, sent a video to New Era, which is the biggest baseball hat company. Yeah in america um if not the world Mm -hmm. and i pitched myself and i said hey let's make a ladies line i designed a hat for women specifically and for men with texture locks braids you guys represent all these athletes that can't even fit in your damn hats bro literally like so let's design some Mm -hmm. off of my patent with you it was great i was with the ceo with the designer it was all women you know what i mean they got me yeah we were going we created a tech packs We, we i had samples it was happening uh, eight months, I would fly back and forth. I was living in Atlanta at the time. I would fly back and forth to New York. Mm-hmm. And I was so amped. I was like, yo, this is going to be a game changer. Because that was going to be huge. Huge. We had like an eight, eight pack collection. Yeah. Um, I learned so much. Um, long story short, it was a time where I broke up with my boyfriend, which means I was already super low. Um, Your ex. Yeah, I, I broke up with my ex. I was already super low and depressed and i get a email stating the ceo has left there's a new ceo and we no Mm. longer will be doing the deal with you Mm. i said what in that moment like do you remember that exact day like what you're doing where you were like that feeling i was at my best friend's house and i literally read it twice and i called my lawyer because i was like distraught mad angry sad i cried i was like what the fuck do you mean dude like how we're about to launch they were like oh well we don't have the contract signed and we have to have priority to other things right now pretty much we weren't important enough to be on the radar for this new ceo and hey business is business and again ladies and gentlemen like it's business you can't have emotions in it like if a new ceo comes in they call the shots you gotta go um and trust had to go and trust was never born and well trust was never born with new era by new era yeah yeah trust by new era was never born i had the samples um and that was it and it it was just shot to the heart Mm -hmm. i was pissed i was sad i was mad and i was already depressed with what yeah what i was going through personally in my life and it was like it hit me hard to the ground yeah um and then it never came out yeah uh fast forward to the true religion wait wait wait. don't fast forward yet though what like how did you get out of that low spot I kept working. I actually work harder. I think every failure is a lesson. Yeah. Every fail, every loss I take, I get sad and mad and I only cry for a fucking day. I don't let it take me more than that. Yeah. I write, I journal, I'll go see my therapist and I get out of it. Mm -hmm. I can't let it consume me because if I sit in it too long, Mm -hmm. it'll take over my body and I'll get sick. I actually used to have to go see an acupuncturist in New York because I used to be so sick. Yeah. My stomach was off. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Remember? And I would throw up. I couldn't hold food down. I was sick. So holding emotions in your body is really bad for you yeah. you need to release it so it's like the main point of all illness i feel stress. it for the day maybe two um but i need to go find a release and that's through energy healing that's through therapy that's through writing nature walks and literally just working through it yeah and working through it and understanding i failed i failed i failed but there has to be something on the other end but that but that's the thing though 
too, I think is like the most important part of it all. It's like when one door closes, you have to understand and you have to know that there's like yeah. seven more waiting for you on oh, the yeah. other side that are totally. so much bigger and totally. better for you than you could even like fathom totally. to the point where like, just keep going. Yeah, I have to. You know what I mean? You know, and I, and I felt a type of way because, you know, we're a woman-owned company. You know what I mean? We're, you know, we're ethnic, you know, we create things for ethnic people. Yeah. It would have been such a huge thing. And I felt a type of way from it at first. I was like, yo, that's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? That's their choice. I have no control over it. Yeah, Letting at the end of the day, you your don't. control go yeah. and just taking that and taking your control back. That's my, it's my brand still. Yeah. It's my hat. So, you know, I wasn't going to stop. I was going to make it bigger and better. Yeah. That's how I rock. I think being an athlete, mm-hmm. we lose all the time playing, but then we win. I know how to win. Mm-hmm. I know how to keep playing. Like I don't give up. Yeah. It's not in me. As an athlete, that shit's instilled in me where it's like, fall eight times get up 10 like that yeah it's fact and i think that's one of the biggest things us five all of us have like thanks to dad really giving it to us you know what i mean mom supporting us yeah um is that capacity of sports you know what i mean knowing the game knowing how to like cross over and go left you know what i mean if you're in a trap how the hell do you get out of this trap you gotta pivot out of situations yeah you gotta shift you gotta run the team you gotta really like know the plays to get to the next play yeah, to get absolutely. to the next big deal and that's yeah. life being an athlete shaped my life honestly so many i times. feel like life is just like a big game yeah. of like basketball in many many instances so you know what i mean me and dad it's talk so about true. this all the time i wish i could still wear my jordans and shorts oh uh, hell no 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 no. Deanna's retired <laughs> been retired i still play but yeah man i think i think failing is how i learned feeling is how i become better feeling feeling allows you to learn and to grow more like i feel like without feeling there's really not much space to grow maybe yeah maybe i said that wrong you know what i mean but like feeling allows you to grow more yes well you become uncomfortable that's what yeah you become uncomfortable and you You only grow when you're uncomfortable yeah when you're like complacent you're happy you're comfortable yeah but if you want to get higher, you want to get bigger, you got to get uncomfortable. You got to yeah. fail. You got to like Learning deal from with those the madness. Mistakes, you know 100%. what I mean? Make those mistakes once, but golly. Totally. totally. Let it happen again. Oh, hell no. Man, Third time? Mm-mm. That new era deal really crushed me though. Yeah. I remember crying. Uh, that really fucked me up. I was yeah. dealing with like a breakup that, you know, so it's it just kind of like when it rains, it pours. Yeah, when it rains, it pours and... Then I had to get back up. The bounce back is always stronger. I believe that. Yeah. I pitched myself for true religion. The craziest part is, is that I signed. No, I didn't sign anything, which is one of my mistakes. So wait, you never listen s- to this. signed anything with true religion. I actually, this is wild. I what? pitched myself. The owner was this, the CEO at the time. Her name was Chelsea Grayson, who I fucking love. She's such an incredible woman. Follow her on Instagram. She gives you like all the tips for business. Mm-hmm. She's been the CEO. She ran, um, uh, what's that company? American. Oh my God. It was the clothes that everybody wore. They American were, Apparel? Yes, American Apparel. She like you, you was the CEO that of that. All the time. Yeah. So like she's They're just like the basic ass woman. Yeah. So I pitched my deal with her mm-hmm. and her team then and she was so about it. However, I didn't know Chelsea was going to be resigning in the next couple of months. Mm. So my hat got passed down to to, to two CEOs. Mm. Um, I didn't sign anything because Chelsea, we had this, we already knew he, she knew my lawyer. It was a, had, like mutual understanding. Yeah, and like we knew we were going to blow it up. Yeah. But because I didn't have anything contractually, which guys always have contracts if you're working and making collaborations. Yeah, no matter what you're doing. Brother things changed. Yeah. And it became kind of difficult. Um, a lot of miscommunication. 
uh a lot of like what are we doing what do you, what do you mean you don't know you know a lot of like last minute madness yeah but i'm still thankful that we were able to launch yeah. it and i the, mean you pulled the it off is dope. you pulled it the hell out but it wasn't easy it was a yeah. lot of work a lot of emailing a lot of checking in a lot of like yo you didn't know and it's like no because the last two ceos prior to knew yeah this one doesn't so i was just you get thrown around it's business again yeah. you know you have no control but mm-hmm. it is what it is mm-hmm. you know and you got to keep moving Mm-hmm. I learned so much from this collaboration. So I know the next collaboration I work with, it's going to be so much better and so much doper and yeah. so much more impactful. Because like you said, the mistakes you make now yeah. are just learning points 100%. for moving forward. In every part of your life. And always getting better by it. You yeah. know what I mean? Always getting better. It's like somebody asked me the other day on Instagram, how do you get over your ex? How do you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you mean? How did I get over my ex? But she, I'm sorry, let me rephrase it. She said, how did you not feel like you wasted so much time with your ex? Oh, because it was what, five, six yeah. years? So I said, I said, it's a failure. It's a lesson. Mm-hmm. It was a lesson I had to learn, just like in business. Mm-hmm. Every failure, it's a lesson I learned. I take every piece. Yeah. I learned so much from my relationships. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be where I'm at. You know what I mean? You'll find the person you're supposed to. Nothing that is for you will pass you. Mm-mm ever in life and even when you try so hard so hard so hard so hard to make something work like how did you know that like this just wasn't it for me like i had to get up get gone walk away like like, my relationships yeah well more so just your past that somebody just asked you oh like or or just in general like your past relationships like how did you know i think with my exes it was always a feeling in relationships like with love feeling? with me it's always a feeling yeah and you know how mom is mom our mom is awesome Super she's intuitive. like our best friend we talk to her every like day. our best friend i pretty call her like 100 times a day i literally tell her mom i'm so sorry i call you she like 20 times a day you're my only that. friend I, I don't get mad i get concerned yeah i'm like sos search party where is she Damn, I, I don't mad. have her location mom are you there Hello? yeah you guys can actually meet our mom and i, I mean did a but i do that with, with dad mom. too though do that with dad yeah stay Dad went MIA this past weekend. We were yeah, both like, have you MIA. talked to dad? Have you talked to yeah, dad? Dad, where you at? On. Little punk. <laughs> Love you, dad. Yeah. Love you, mom. If you guys want to meet our mom, she's actually, she does a podcast. She did a oh, podcast with yeah. me. Uh, mom was young when she had us. So like we grew up with her. She was 17. By the time she was 23, she had five kids. Yeah. So we grew up with our mother. Um, and yeah, that's, it's what made us who we yeah. are. And she always told me, she said, she never tells me to break up with somebody or leave she always says you'll know when you wake up yeah like it's a feeling and with every person that i've ever loved in my life it was always a feeling like this Mm -hmm. isn't it for me yeah i am no longer happy they can't give me what i want or you know i have to get out of the situation Mm because it's not good for me yeah i'm losing myself i do not want to lose myself yeah it's a feeling and i don't feel like any of it was a waste of time i needed every experience of my life with every human i've ever experienced for a reason i learned yeah and i grew yeah i love i love and i love hard everybody does Mm -hmm. everybody had breakups everybody loses people even when we don't want to lose them yeah but you got to find why and i think the biggest thing is too though it's like choose a quality of life you want to live yeah you always tell me that literally because it's true if you know the quality of life that you want to live everything that doesn't fit into that quality you have to understand that you have to let it go like that's not meant for you it's not serving you as much as you might love it you want to hold on to it or you want to keep it because of this person is this and it's that but it's you know what i mean i can work through it you know and just like in business quality over bounce back anything quality over quantity for fucking life dude absolutely and you'll bounce back and at first you're gonna be like whoa what is this? Yeah. Getting back in the single world, bro? Wait, can we just talk about that? 
What was dating like? Well, you were dating, dating what? Was 20, a shit show. 2019, 2018? When I moved to LA, I started dating. Was that 2018? Yeah. Yeah. So what was like dating like in comparison to like crazy. before? Dating was crazy. I had to get on a dating app. I never was on a dating oh, app shit. ever before in my life. You went there. But shout out to Raya because I met, my, I met my man on Raya. She met her boo. Yeah. But <laughs> it wasn't fun at first. But like, but like what? Dating was Did weird. You, it was hard. Yeah. It was scary kind of on apps. I was like, this is like a video game. And I but like, played okay, at but like you say apps though. Like why you didn't think you can meet people like in person? No, I was not used to that. I never had to do it. I was 30 years old, 31 mm-hmm. on swiping and Xing and checking. I felt so inauthentic to me. However, I know so many awesome people that have met their through online apps. and their soulmates yeah. through online apps. But again, but, I was just skeptical. Yeah, but why did you feel like you couldn't meet somebody in real life? Like what turned you to wanting to well, download a dating app? I was always busy. My focus was work. When I Hurt. moved to LA, mm-hmm. single, um, my financial life was different. Yeah. I had to start grinding again and going harder than I've ever had before. Yeah. And I was always home working, working, mm-hmm. working, working. The last thing I was worried about was some man going out, getting pretty and putting on makeup, brushing my teeth. <laughs> Jokes. Hashtag. <laughs> did she brush your teeth today? Hashtag Himalayan toothpaste. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, but I wasn't worried about that. My focus yeah. was on building myself back up to mm-hmm. be the best me, going to therapy, getting through my issues, finding myself again in business. But when I was ready for dating, I was just having fun. Yeah. I was doing what I wanted with who I wanted. I was having fun. I dated some young goods. I you had dated fun. people of a what age variety? Yeah, I did. I had a great time though. I'm not gonna front. But that's what it's like. I mean, we're on this earth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. live, have fun, be Dude, safe. I have so much fun. Be cautious always. Like, yeah, give somebody your smart. guide dang location so at least somebody <laughs> can track you. Shit. Make smart decisions. Yeah. Um. But I, I just knew I wasn't ready for a relationship. But you want to hear something crazy? Oh, my God. What? Did I tell you this? No. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Ooh, you're so annoying. I when you make this the You're so fucking annoying. Anyway, <laughs> last year around like October, I was like, I want a boyfriend now. Like, I want a partner. Mm. So, you know, I go to Laguna. I go to Laguna Beach. It's like my getaway. Totally Laguna. It's called Hotel Joaquin, guys. If you haven't Joaquin. been, go. It's on that Hotel Tonight app. You can get it on the Lolo. I do. And I go away. For like a day and I just escaped the madness. Mm-hmm. And I brought one of your journals, P.S. Oh, my God. And I wrote you? in it and what? I said, I want, I'm ready for a partner. And I, this is everything that I want in a man. I said, I want him to be um, emotional. I want him to be able to talk about his emotions. <laughs> I said, I want him to be in music, which is so random. Literally. I said, I wanted him to be, um, he wanted to have a family. I, you know, there were so many different pieces that I wanted in a man I was finally ready for. And I'm not kidding you. <laughs> a week later, <laughs> I met him, and he's still my human. And I'm so I don't thankful mean to laugh and grateful because it is so funny. Because I remember, <laughs> like, when you guys were first starting to date, and you were just like, "Ugh, I'm over this already. This dating is just too hard. It's too yeah, much. Dating is it hard. requires too much of me." And I'm like, "But dial it back. You do understand. You specifically <laughs> called this human into your life, I did. wanting to talk." Wanting to listen human. to you, yeah. being there, but kind, I wasn't used to it. I was so used to being it all about me, doing what I want when I wanted business, work, work, business, family, you know. And now I have this awesome human in my life that I have to give a lot of time I to have and to, love and nurture, or you just choose to. I want to exactly. But in the beginning, I, like I didn't realize that. In the beginning, yeah. I'm not, and also. 
I also don't think I'm used to healthy relationships. I was all I was used to unhealthy relationships. Yeah, for so long. So when you get into something healthy, shout out to Sally, my therapist. It's kind shout of like a Shout out to Sally, shock. girl. It's kind of like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. So I kind of had to check myself a couple of times and be like, yo, he loves you. Like, he really cares about you. Like, yeah. yeah, he wants to hear about your feelings. He cares about how you feel, mm-hmm. you know, and he's the best. And yeah, and you even like him, which I think is really Hey, cool. hey, hey, don't be putting words into my mouth now. I do not I know him like enough him. to say that. I Sorry, think Diana really likes him. That's what you Actually, think. Actually, I know she does. That's what you Deanna's think. Diana's just really tough on That's me. She's really tough think. on anything around my uh, life. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I just got high standards because I know... Yeah, she's crazy. I know you through and through, and I love you, and I... I no, they're... <laughs> no, no, just no. Anyway... So Love dating there. was fascinating. Dating was fun, crazy, wild, uh, kind of annoying. I was like, give me off so this dating app. Like, I was, what is dating? I'm not a dating? dating type of chick. I was always in relationships. I was a relationship chick. Yeah. You know, I was that girl. I took a year and a half off to focus on me, have fun, to do what I want. And it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. And now I'm in a relationship and it's dope and it's fun and it's cool. And it's everything actually that I want it's kind of Everything weird you really called in for cool i, I think awesome. the power of manifestation is bigger than we even so imagine powerful. because you literally and how many times did i tell you this yeah. you literally i was like she would call me she was like be careful what you wish for no i never said that i said you call this person into your life so allow him to come in you've said that and i never said phone. be careful what you yes wish you did maybe once like you said sparkly but like not really you did she's putting words in my mouth Whatever she did she's putting words yeah, in you my said mouth. that Okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah, I did call him in, and I'm thankful. So call your boom, call your husband, <laughs> call your boyfriend in. Write it down, guys. That shit works. It's wild. I know people always would be like, write it down. It happens. I'm always like, shut up, dude. But it's actually but the power. Work. The power of manifestation. The power of word. The power yeah. of the tongue. The power. And I think of your visualization. Thoughts. Visualizing yes. something more, something bigger, something yeah. better, something really you yeah. desire. And it literally, it's so dope. He's even mixed like me, and I've never dated somebody mixed mm-hmm. like me. So like being white and black it's so dope we get to share so many things that a lot of people can't relate to yeah what Um, do you think is like the biggest thing that you guys like relate to within being mixed i mean because i mean growing up where we did in a town where we were literally like the token mixed kids i think we we understand the whole identity issue being like identity confusion yeah like Mm -hmm. not being black enough or not being white enough but we are black enough and we are white enough you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just dope to share that with somebody that gets it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless you're mixed, you really don't get it. Yeah. Um, it's a thing that you have to experience. Yeah. So it's cool to share that yeah. with him. And we can laugh about it and like joke. I mean, it's know? interesting though, because it's like we are mixed. We're black and white and Puerto Rican. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're more fair skin, mm-hmm. you know? So like you said, we're not black enough to be black. Yeah. And other people's eyes but, but we we're not white. white enough to be white yeah you know what i mean and then we're, and, we don't speak spanish fluently so we can't be hispanic yeah we, so it's like it's where do like, you where, where but do it's you society fall? it's yeah. society puts all this bullshit on us and at the end of the day bro look we are everything and i think it's a blessing to be able to be culturally mixed and i think it's yeah. dope and i think it's awesome and i think the biggest thing is to 
I think the biggest thing um, growing up was mom and dad instilling those values and morals yeah. within us. Um, dad bringing us to New York, dad yeah. bringing us to our darling, so being around his loud, loving, crazy family. I remember Sunday time, dinners at Nana Pops every yeah. single freaking Sunday. Yeah. I remember that. Yo, Nana we, had the we best. Had every piece of our family in us all the time. Hot dogs. Oh my God, the best fucking hot dog. They were a ballpark. Ever. Nana would buy the they expensive had that, like, hot dogs. Skin. We were too poor to get oh! expensive hot dogs. However, I have to tell you a story. Did I ever tell you about Kwana? So our cousin Kwana lives in Brooklyn. That's our Bahamian side. That's our black side. And um, one day we were going on the bus and like Kwana was like, let my cousin on, let my cousin on because everybody was Russian. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, that's not your cousin. <laughs> and Kwana was like, yeah, it is. She's like, she's a white girl. She ain't your cousin. And Kwana was like, she went off on him. Yeah. You know, so like I dealt with like situations where like, what do you mean? That's my cousin. Yeah. You know, but it's funny now looking back. It's just like, but there's I so black. many instances I feel like in life that like that situation has yeah. happened. To so many people you know that I mean? are mixed like us. Yeah. Identity issues are real. Um, but I think we were blessed to be in a family where, you know, we embraced every yeah, piece absolutely. of us. Um, we were taught, you know yeah. what I mean? And we embraced cultures. We embraced everybody. We we're super diverse. And, yeah. you know, I see you for who you are yeah. and, you know, keep it moving. So, but I love, I love being us mm -hmm. i love everyone i love i honor everybody yeah. i you know i love everybody's differences it's mm -hmm. the, it makes the world go around mm -hmm. and bro everybody's mixed nowadays it's a beautiful Literally. thing mixing races it's i feel like i read like a beautiful. statistic before that like pretty much everybody at one point in this lifetime is going to be mixed yeah and how fucking dope is that yeah mixing well especially cultures. thinking to way back in the day when like it was either this way White or, or black. that way. You know what I mean? Could there was no that? intertwining, let alone our parents, you know what I mean, came together when it wasn't even necessarily still like seen as to be okay. It was still kind of taboo when they really got together and had us. Mom, you know? mom and dad, they were young and they got married on my dad's, on, my, on our grandfather's birthday in spite because our grandfather was, he was white from a small town in Clinton. You know, also probably not the happiest that his daughter was already having three kids at 21. Um, my mom gets married on his birthday. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things where it was like, whoa, mom's marrying a black guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's so interesting now, though, because as I think out of all of like their grandchildren, we, us five, our brothers yeah. and sisters are the closest ones to them. They have the, yes. we have, like, honestly, we have the yes. best relationship with them. I mean, Sarah Back Jane, in the day, too. was just different. Shout out to Sarah Jane. Love you, girl. Um, but you Love know you I mean? all. I love you all. Yeah, we do for sure. But it's like, you know, it, it's just so fascinating how you said like the cycle of life. You yeah. know what I mean? Happens. It was just different back in the day. And now, you know, we live in a really dope, world where gender equality racial you know we're still working on that equality i believe in um some aspects many aspects and sure. it's it's powerful to really see that mm -hmm. happening now um but we live in a dope world and you know people are accepting people for who they are and yeah. i'm just happy to be a part of it we still have a lot of change to go and a lot of progress to make sure. but it's happening and you know it's mm -hmm. what better time is now now like what do you think like growing up this might be completely sidebar, maybe change the subject quickly, but like, <laughs> what do you think, or what would you say was like your biggest struggle? Or not Growing struggle, up? but biggest obstacle that you maybe like had to overcome? Well, my biggest struggle was having to feel like I was enough. Mm. Ooh, say that again one more time. 
I just having my to the feel like I was enough. <laughs> I it's not a speaker. It's a mic. It's our first day on the I podcast. I just do it again. Yeah, but it was having to feel like I was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but enough for who? For you or for like f- I'll tell family? you if you let me talk. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Enough for dad. Mm-hmm. Enough for the athletic world. Enough to get a scholarship. Um, enough for our family. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like I, as an athlete, I was like the pretty girl and my older sister was beautiful, very athletic. She played like a dude. You know what I mean? I wasn't as athletic as her and I had to work 10 times harder mm-hmm. to be enough. You but know, when you say enough for dad in what like realm of enough were you saying enough to the point where dad was proud of me? Like but you I do know he was. Make, oh, hundred percent. Now I do. You. But um, you asked me what I had challenged growing. Yeah. Up. So growing up, then I was always trying to please him. I wanted him to be proud. Sports was our life. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted him to be so happy and proud of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and win. I wanted to win. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get a scholarship because I knew I couldn't afford it. I knew I wanted to get out of Garden, Massachusetts. I didn't know how. I know dad. Our dad refinanced our house to put us into prep school. I had to prove myself. I had to be enough. So I always had that issue with being enough and I was enough. I did get that scholarship. I did everything my dad wanted me to do. I was the pride and joy for our family. All of us were. All of us became mm-hmm. what we were supposed to become and I take pride in that. Mm-hmm. But growing up I had that I had that challenge and I now I know I'm enough. I'm fucking yeah. more than enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it took me as an adult to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um as women, I think we, we we have that challenge to where we don't feel like we're enough or we're always questioning ourselves or we're yeah. always trying to be better than the next person. Yeah, not feeling like no. we're enough is, I think, super relatable. I was enough. I got a full boat scholarship to basketball. And guess what? I wasn't the best. I just worked my ass off. Yeah. You know, and feeling enough is a feeling that you have to feel. Nobody else. You don't have to prove yourself to nobody else. Because as long as you feel like you're enough, that's all that fucking matters. Yeah. But when you're young, you're you're still trying to find yourself, trying yeah. to find your thing, trying to, yeah. you know what I mean, know what's right from wrong. You still have to answer to mom and dad. Yeah. Like you don't. I mean, that whole idea, you know? it, it felt, it. I think it was an issue, well, with my therapist too. I learned like in relationships, not feeling like I was enough in my yeah. relationships too. Mm-hmm. But now I know I'm more than enough. Absolutely. And I attract everything to that like mm-hmm. i am at where i'm supposed to be in my life and i'm attracting all of the awesomeness and the feelings and the people that make me feel like i'm enough in my life right now so i'm just i'm grateful but yeah that was an obstacle for sure nice what would you say was is this the rapid fire no absolutely oh, not rapid fire? rapid fire i'm, I'm ready not for rapid wanting fire. to i'm going to do a okay. rapid fire um no because i mean of course you're my sister so like i've lived with you like i know these kind of things you know what i mean but like now at this day i think it's just interesting to kind of hear you know what i mean like what was your best like childhood memory Hmm. i don't know maybe you can like lump two together that's like too hard to answer but I would say some of my best childhood memories were when we would go to Nana Pop's house for Sunday dinner. It was all of us and we would drink Nan's sweet tea. She would make the best iced tea and we would all go to the so fridge. So good. And like, it was just family. I also loved going for New Year's. We'd go to our Puerto Rican side for so much New fun. Year's Eve every year. And like, just Even listening to the music, right? the bachata, seeing everybody dance. Did you dance? No. Well, sometimes with Aunt Rosie I did, but I could never do that. I'm trying to learn <laughs> with the hips now. Um... And going to New York for Thanksgiving, I think like spending the holidays with my family 
with each part of my family what mm-hmm. those are memories like i'll never forget yeah. those are my favorite moments me and xavier get in trouble on the car ride we'd always Remember fight going were, like, to new york pitching each other's nose yeah and he was like brutal and dad literally i got <laughs> pulled so the car trouble. right on over <laughs> but those are memories i'll never forget those are my best memories when we're all yeah. together celebrating and enjoying life yeah for sure 100 100 i dig it i think we should do this more i think I think people would love to see this. An more. open conversation. I mean, yeah. I'm for it. Let's do rapid fire. Okay, want to do rapid fire? What time is it? It is 5.04 approximately on Friday, February 28th. Hold on. Well, wait, let me get to it. Let me get to it. Let's do two rapid fire. What do you mean two? Like two. Oh, it's like a, it's like a two minute rapid fire? Do you know what rapid fire mm-hmm. is? You ask questions that are basically one word okay, answers. <coughs> you okay? Yeah. Okay, big fella. Mom wants to know, cat or dog? Dog. Favorite place to be? With you. <laughs> Cliche as fuck. What's a fruit that you don't like? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, pass. If you could fly- Bananas. I don't like bananas. It, who are you? I don't like the texture. Okay. Okay, what? If you could fly anywhere right now at this exact moment, where Maldives. would you go? Maldives. Oh, what's your most prized possession? Me. Okay, uh, favorite place to eat in LA? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I I love going to Bad Mash. We were at Bad Mash last night. I like Bad Mash. What's your most pride possession? My most pride possession is my sister. Stop. <laughs> no, really. Um, beyond family. Beyond family, my life, my family. Um, I would say, uh, this is rapid fire. My business rapid trust. Trust heard. Favorite place to eat back home. Espresso's pizza, best pizza of planet Earth. Uh, I'd say fish brigade, but it's not about me right now. If you could be an animal, what would you be? Lion. Ooh, green apple Uh, or red apple? Green. Okay. Favorite place to vacation? Tulum. Skinny jeans or wide legs? Wide legs, always. I hate skinny. I can't breathe. Top three favorite snacks? Gushers. Chocolate chip cookies that Deanna makes. And brownies that Deanna makes. Weird. I was going to say Sour Patch Watermelon. I love okay. Sour Patch Watermelons, but only at the movie theater. Usually. Okay. East Coast or West Coast? East Coast for life. What's your current favorite song? Girl, you got that yum, yum, <laughs> that yum, yum. <laughs> only because it's in my head. And if anybody After, no, doesn't know. Back, my baby's new song. Come through, Leon. My, baby, my baby's new song. After this is all. your alter ego. Okay. Can you, can we hear a snippet? Um, No. I can't sing like the weekend sings. It's too embarrassing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If you were to get stuck in an elevator with one person, who would you choose? Jackson, our nephew. True. It would be so much fun. Okay, who's your favorite yoga instructor? Deanna Francis Roll. <laughs> <laughs> favorite way to decompress? Writing. Tell me something overrated. Your fucking shoes. <laughs> your sneakers are hella overrated. Take them shits off. I'm done. This rapid fire is over. I'm never coming back again. You are the biggest hater. I love you for life. Oh hell no. Okay. No, 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 no. We're gonna do this again. No. Yeah, we're gonna do this again. We're gonna do more. No, no, wait, I have two more. I have two more. I have two more. Okay, go. Tell me something underrated. Girl, we got this. Ooh, what are you most proud of? Girl, we got this. Okay, say less. We don't. I love this. Yeah. Well, I hope people learned some stuff about you and me and us and who we are. 
in real life. Yeah. Just not on Instagram, unfiltered. Yeah. We're going to do this more. I can't wait till everybody sends us messages. Listen, and all that I have to say is that life is a freaking journey. Yes. Every door might get closed to you, but keep pushing through because one is going to open and that oh, one yeah. is going to change your life. Yes. So persevere, push through, find resiliency, you know, and lean I on the ones around resilience. you. Lean on the ones around you. Yes. Um, Family over everything. I know family sometimes dynamics get tricky. Family is who you make your family to. It could be friends. Yeah, exactly. Family, friends, whatever. You know what I mean? Like blood, non-blood, whatever. Um, and just live. Be. Yeah. Be present. And stay true to who you are. And girl, we got this. Girl, you got this. We got this. You got this. We. You. We. Girl, we got this me. exclamation point. <laughs> I can't wait to see you guys next week. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.